need to like do turns so we know our saves and stuff at this point? Or? I will <laughs> I don't tell know. you. I, I will. That's a good question. I'll tell you how it goes. What I'm asking is two conscious party members right now. I'm gonna. Yep. I'm gonna drag them out. Drag yeah, he dragged them out against okay. against better judgment. Cars is gonna like pretty loudly be like, "Part, we gotta we gotta get him out of here." And like, so he, as he goes to like grab trees, yeah, okay. I've got I've got, I've got grow, uh, grow. Yeah. and you guys pull him out. Where do you take him? Into the hall. Yeah, just say let's go to the hall. Okay, I'll move. So I think also my torch that I've been floating in my mage hand probably drops. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you lose concentration, and there is a burning torch clattered to the floor, and you just pull them out. So and now okay. they're laying in the hallway. Now what? There's there's a wand of healing sticking out of my pocket. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. How does that thing work again? Uh, it's a I think cure it's cure wound. wound. It's just this cure wound spell, and you have yeah. a certain number of charges that I'm leaving up to you guys to keep track of. I'm but, keeping uh, track of that. So, so as this, right. uh, let's we're gonna have a do uh, Bart Karzalek initiative. Okay, um, Bart will cast Mage Hand and pick the torch. Well, wait, back wait, wait, up. No. initiative. I want to know oh. your initiative first. Oh, you want me to roll we're, initiative? We're, we're doing. Yeah, I want you to roll initiative okay. right now because That's it seems like we need to. nineteen, nine and a nine. And a nineteen. So, same thing. Bart, you you take the wand, or you? Yeah, I'll, I will. I will. Uh, what type of action is Mage Hand actually? It's one action. action to cast, I think. And this um, robe trickster. Yeah, I guess I will to keep this. I'm gonna pull. I'll pull them out, and I will grab the wand with my action. Okay. Yeah, that's an interaction an item, and then I could like yeah. poke somebody with it and use it. Pow pow. You could, yeah, you could you could cast Cure Wounds with the wand. Okay, so it's 1d8 plus a set number, or... Plus your casting plus modifier. your spellcasting ability okay, modifier. Cool. So yeah, for wisdom. For yeah, which is what makes it different economically from buying healing potions, is that... All right, I will poke. Get good rolls on I'll here. poke Crow, because I have Crow. Uh, so okay. I'll poke Crow for eight points of healing. Nice. So that brings you up to eight positive. He wakes up coughing. Unconscious. Are you okay there? Okay. Karzalek. Um, shoot. Wait, so, yeah, I you guess... You can see from where you are that there's a torch laying on the floor in the middle of this decrepit house, Car- and it is starting <laughs> gonna, to burn. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, as seen Bart uh, taking care of crow and trees, Kars is gonna walk back in. He will put his shield, he'll hang his shield on his nice. back okay. and grab that torch with his free hand. Okay, you grab the torch, and I imagine you you try to put out the little bit that began spreading to the dry, ancient, rotted timbers. Yep, and um, if he's able to do that, and with the rest of his movement, um, I'd actually actually have to move towards the windows. He just wants to open up one of these windows. Are these windows open or closed? Uh, They're closed, but they're missing panes of glass, so... Um, okay, so there's you think the ventilation in here is fine. It's probably oh, okay. you, you look back at the at the the wardrobe and you see there's like a heavy cloud hanging around a very close radius around the wardrobe. Okay, understood. Uh, all right, well, he will just grab the he's gonna grab the torch, walk back out, and close the door behind them. And shunk, we see the door close. And do you wand trees? Yeah, um, I'll wand yeah, trees. Okay. Or, yeah. Yeah, so no it comes back to Bart's turn. I'm not going to make trees make a death saving oh, throw. Max healing um, is 12 points of healing. Boy. You're back up. And remember to take these two charges off your wand. Yep. Poke, we poke. have 10 charges. Okay. Trees are just. You guys are all conscious again. <laughs> I think I've had enough of this place. <laughs> Only a couple more rooms, trees. <laughs> 
Come on. Oh, that's funny. That's Just, a great. I'll, I'll, I'll be opening all the, the wardrobes from now yeah. on. Since yeah, they go all for seem it. I might just. Uh, I might just lay against the wall here. You can you can check out the rest of the rooms. <laughs> I can mage hand the torch from here. I got I got it, cars. And I'll mage hand. Pick up the torch. So good. I love that, that you guys almost burned down the other wing of this place. <laughs> Again, <yeah. laughs> Very cool. Okay. Um, and so the I plan tried. is today is that we're gonna do this. Barry's gonna, gonna open this door. <laughs> I like how the wardrobes in this place are just all dangerous. <laughs> yeah. It was a good comedic beat that it seemed not dangerous and then was dangerous. <laughs> yeah. He was so was like, are you going to pick it up? I'm like, well, why, why are you asking? <laughs> <laughs> why is it so important, DM? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm picking this shit up. <laughs> Man, all the freaking... Of yeah. all the dangers and the bugs, we freaking lose half the party to a fucking wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, poison damage in here has been kind of rancid. Just bad. It's massive <laughs> damn. <laughs> the bug bites, so you take two points piercing damage and 18 poison damage. <laughs> Man. Um, this, this place, I love, when I read this dungeon the first time, I was like, I love this dungeon. Hello, Jay, you played in my home-brewed haunted house before. I love yep. me a good haunted house dungeon. And this one, I think, delivers on everything that you'd really want out of a haunted house. <laughs> Personally speaking, at least. All the things I like, whatever I want. I loved how Bart was just like totally like the dad that's just like, come on, we're get, we're gonna keep going, son. Yeah, come <laughs> we on, just come a couple on. more we're rooms not, up here, and then we'll go home. We're not quitters. <laughs> we're almost done. <laughs> yeah, you guys are really almost done. Like, there's a f- fucking couple of rooms left, and that's it in this entire place. And then you will Very feel it, right? like you've gone done. everywhere, and at least made a check to see if you can turn every stone. Cool. And I, as a GM, love to see that. <laughs> it's satisfying. Okay. So you pop open this door, Bart. Kaklunk. Kaklunk. Chunkunk, gunk, gunk. Yes. Rook. You see inside this room, rubbish is scattered around what used to be a fine guest bedroom. There's evidence of a rodent infestation and webs hang in the corners. A four-poster bed stands against the wall opposite the fireplace. Its woodwork is worm-ridden, and the curtains that once screened the bed are torn and stained. There is no bed linen, but the bed is mostly intact. Hmm. I'll say it looks like the tracks lightly go over here. And maybe someone recently took a nap in this intact bed, but that's about all you learn in this room. Okay. Bart will uh, lift up one side of the mattress to take a look, but then if finding nothing, we'll scan over it a couple of times and then leave. Okay. You find, uh, as you're about to leave, you do see, as you're scanning over it, a glint once more in the fireplace. Goddamn fireplaces and wardrobes. You want me to make an investigation check, or if I go over to it, do you I can see go something? over to this glint. All right, I see. I go to the glint. What's this up, one glint? is 
it's almost looks like a D4. It's like a little pyramidal shape, three-sided, uh, when it's sitting on his on his base. Um, and it, it, it's transparent, and it's, it seems like it's glass, and it's marked with a language you don't understand, but you kind of get the impression that it's like a number, maybe more than like a letter or a symbol or meaning. It's, it's like, this is like a counting stone of some sort. And you see there's a couple of other ones that have been like smashed because they're made of glass. Um, but you've, it's like you found basically like a, an alchemist's weight stone. Right. A, a, a measure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. A unit of like, measurement. It is seven grams. The drink. Exactly. Right? Exactly. That is exactly what it is. It's a counterweight for a, a set of scales. Uh, and it's marked with some sort of sigil that you really don't recognize. And, you know, you, you put together that the alchemist lived here. This is the alchemist's place. This is an alchemy set thing. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'll take part, we'll grab it. It, it, it. For your for your loot sheet, you estimate on an appraisal that you could sell it for about five silver or something. It's just a glass bauble. Okay. It's in there. Bart will grab it, pocket it, have AB do one final sniff, and then... Bart, and there's nothing else. Zip. Okay. There are three rooms at the end of the opposite wing. Let's go. go. <laughs> Zoom. You guys just step over me and Crow just sitting <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> just just like, yeah. Looking at each other like, this place is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, door. I fucking love that. That's great. Um, okay. <laughs> You going inside? As I float yep. my torch <laughs> Do behind it. you. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, opening the door. Inside. Blam. Blam. Okay, you slowly creak open the door. And this bedroom has no furniture, but rubbish is scattered everywhere, and webs cover the walls and ceilings. From the doorway, you can see a glint of light in the fireplace from a small, highly reflective object. All right, uh... Bart knows the drill at this point. Bart's gonna go look at it. What do what it do is an eight-sided figure oh, God. that <laughs> seems to be a different weight. Okay. Little nod from uh from the, the writers there and, and you know. <laughs> yeah. 820. Alright, I'll pick them up. That Got one an eight sided and a four sided. Uh, five silver. Alright, yep. Okay. Uh uh, and you think, you think to yourself, this is probably part of a set. <laughs> if you find well, out, now we can't leave the mansion until we have XP. the whole set. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you do think it's to yourself, going so you around saw, this level. You Fuck. saw some that were broken already, so you think All like right, you probably could well, how, Ben, Ben, how many were broken? I don't know. It doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You you can't really tell. So uh, okay. did you search the room any more thoroughly or in any yeah, way? Yeah, I'll do an investigation check in here. Okay, you tell That's me what you get. A, 14. Okay. Um, yeah, you just feel like this is, it's pretty clear. You you feel like also you you hear something on that 14 investigation check. You do hear something, and it's the faint language of the animal kingdom. And it is chattering of a bunch of spiders who are very afraid of you guys. Um, where are they? They're in all the dark corners of the room, actually. 
Okay. Uh, let's just go to the next room. Doesn't seem like any you know magical giant spiders or anything. Yeah. It's just like there's, there's spiders in that room, and uh, they don't want to come out right now. All right, Bart. Is Bart oh, actually, there's a door. We can do two doors at once, cars. You guys want to do fast. two at once? Let's go. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, they're right. There's a door right there. Yeah, I forgot. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Look at each other. Kick the doors open. <laughs> I just look at Crow and pull out my short bow. Like, looks like they're getting into shit. <laughs> but I'm still sitting yeah. there like Tom Hanks at the end of Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So I'll do Karzalek first here. Karzalek, okay. you step into a room, and the room appears to be yet another dirty, decaying bedroom without furniture. Each viewed from the, uh, sorry, even viewed from the doorway, it's evident that the floor here does not look fully safe. Um, okay. Yeah. And you think to yourself, maybe uh, even above you doesn't look like it's fully safe. You look up, and part of the ceiling here is missing. It looks like fire has wicked up into this wing, and already years and years of decay had rendered this room very unstable. So you, you took a step forward into the room. What do you do now? Um, so th- so th- this is pr- this is just obvious to cars that like this room is, yeah. is c- just, clearly structurally compromised. It just looking at it, it is. It looks like same thing that I told you guys about the the stuff above. It's yeah. so rotted and now also burned that it just looks from a layperson's uh, gaze to just be not worth standing on because you might fall. Yep, cars is cars is worth more than standing on rotted wood. So he's just gonna, you know, just like he's just gonna cluck to himself, like just kind of shake his head and just kind of step back out into the hallway, heading towards Bart. Okay, Bart, you uh, you also step into a room, and in the southeast corner of this decayed bedroom lies uh, another uh, glint. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> all right, I'm going to call it. It's the D12. Um, as well, you you also see that the floor here is similarly you know, decayed and burned beyond um beyond any reasonable person's estimation that uh it would hold your weight. And so again, if I'm sorry if I misspoke, it's it's the same thing. There's a fireplace right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could go and try to grab the thing. Um, there's obvious parts of the floor that are not stable and you're not sure if the ones that you're looking at that seem like they are stable are. Okay. Um, Bart is going to... transform into a small little monkey and swing along the walls and go grab the, the thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Cute. Turn into like a oh. spider monkey here, oh, oh. basically. Hey. Yep. Oh, oh my go goodness. The, wah, uh, the ice cave monkeys of the Balgol Fjord, which are now <laughs> a thing. Because you, you yeah, need like, to have yeah. seen one, right? I'm, yeah, I'm one of those. I'm one of the, uh, like, the, the, what are they called? The ones that sit in the warm pools. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Capuchin monkey, is that right? No. Yeah, yeah. The, whatever they're called, we'll have to look, someone look that up. But it is now canon that Lost Glacier, which has hot springs, has a monkey population. 
and they live in oh, the Oh, they're hills. so cute. Cat. What, what are they? Someone link that? Can someone come link this into our Discord here? We can talk it was about macaque, that. right? That's what you said. Macaque. Yeah. Yeah, macaque. I can. I can they that sit in. In, the, in the in the geothermal pool, as much like a capybara, and just enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, love that. <laughs> you those, and then you go fucking grab it. Yep. Oh, it's yes. such a good picture. I love <laughs> it. What a life. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, that's what I want for my life. I'm I'm just going to try to be in the snow, but in the hot spring <laughs> on a rock. That's my goal. No. It's like ice outside, so hot spring on my body, just kind of blissing out. I want to, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Wow. Okay, well, <laughs> you feel like you've pretty thoroughly looted this mansion. All right, Ben, but what die did I find? Come on. Let's roll for it here. No, let's not roll for it. What are you going to roll for it? (laughs) Yeah, what? A D7. A a D D dice. Uh, D dice. Let's let's see what you find here. You have a D12. I think you find the D20 here. Okay, cool. Yeah. I did notice Um, that we managed to split the party. That's always good. You did manage the party yet again, but you feel like... This place is, other than the spiders in the corners, the bat-like things hanging in the rafters, anything you might have missed downstairs by living there for a week to observe how the tides interact and any, by studying the flora and fauna that live in the garden, you, you really think, you've cracked this nut. This is it. You've solved my haunted house puzzle, as Griffin would say. Excellent. All right. But we would well, feel really badass if we stayed here all night, though, right? Right. You might. <laughs> you you haven't broken the the legend yet. You know. I hear no the kids say you're a real badass. <laughs> the, the kids at Olin House. Yeah. They, they said about. that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. But yeah. What do you guys mentioned do? it? Like, oh, we're going to Solmar. They're like, I bet you can't stay all night in Solmar. You can't stay all night. No <laughs> one's ever done it and lived we'll to show tell them. the tale. Yeah. Well, here's <laughs> Wrinkle Bean couldn't even do it. <laughs> yeah. It's the middle of the night. So you'd have hours left. Um, well, seeing uh, y- y'all are both still pretty hurt and kind of table talk wise. Are we still feeling that we want to use the boat to go back? Because it has, it does have the, like the chest of gold that we found. Yeah, I mean, you guys have looted a fair amount of stuff here. here, and you could take anything else that you say you take now and take the boat. Uh, any any land route, either you're gonna need to come back and grab stuff, or have someone come back and grab stuff, or you're gonna need to really take your time and slowly lug a chest out there together and like, yeah, it, you're wounded. So what was the plan here? Um, well, I just realized cars has star tied up outside the manor. So I think cars would probably, he would suggest that if the three want to take the boat, he would, he would probably take um, the horse back. Just, he doesn't want to leave. I think that'd be kind of like very cruel to. <laughs> yeah. You guys could row the chest and, uh, three people back in that rowboat. It's big enough for eight people, but you could easily get back into, the, it's not that crazy of a trip. And you guys have now experienced some pretty rough waters at least one time. Uh, so you, you you feel confident that you could do that, and that uh, at this point it would just be like a, you, you can go back to town and bring stuff. You just need to tell me how you do it. Okay. I vote I vote for us then. But. I think the only decision is uh, whether or not to bring back this mysterious, extremely brave, and selfless corpse. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Incredible, incredibly 
Darian and Pius. Mm-hmm. Dare say mm-hmm. a, a legendary, uh, a legendary uh, blood uh, figure. Who knows? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, so, what say ye? It's a good conversation. I feel like trees might walk back with Karzalek and Star, realizing that they're super weak and are no help on a boat, uh, rowing, much less just being dead weight. Uh, so I think I'm just like, oh, I might head back with cars unless you guys needed help. Um, we can keep in touch from the shore and we'll keep an eye on you. Because, you know, we always got to split the party, right? <laughs> We wouldn't be in the boat then with the gold and the dead boy. So we're taking him back with us? Why? I'll wrap him in a blanket if we have to, but it feels somewhat wrong just to leave him here. Who knows what will happen? What what, What those things were in the attic? If it was Molly, you'd want that. So I guess you're right. So Bart would wrap the body then, like a, a rug, then. Okay. Yeah. And then you get in the you boat like, with the uh, loot. Let's say like one of the sheets from the pirate's beds downstairs. Something That's nice. True. Yeah. One of and the then, uh, piece of clothing from the spore-infested wardrobe. Let's go back yeah. there. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. But then, then just, so just confirm, like you guys are, two of you are rowing the body and the chest of loot back into town. And the other two, if you're going to go get the horse and walk back into town, uh, the way that you just came here. Correct. Yeah. Splitting the party. Yep. Sounds right. Let's go. Um, I, our I guess first things first, uh, cars is going to look to Bart and crow. Where should we meet up? Holy house seems natural. Crow nods on. Yes. Then no land it is. Right. Sounds good. See you there. Push off in the little the little rowboat. Splish splash. And uh, we see the scene here then of <coughs> trees and Karzalek standing in the sea cave, watching you guys row off, making sure you make it out okay. Um and you guys all working together before that to put the body in the chest with all the different items you found inside this rowboat with all the, the two hooded lanterns and the log books of these codes and the alchemical weight sets and all these things. And then the two landbound people go back up stairs and they walk out the front door kind of edging their way around the dead lizard dog in the middle of the foyer, still buzzing with flies and insect activity. And you you walk out the old garden and you probably take one last look at this manor in the starlight. And it's got one chunk taken out of the side from the fire. The, the top of it leans a little bit and it just looks like like a dead body. And turn the cars because, and I'm like, should I burn it down? Don't come on, let's burn it down. Don't tempt me. <laughs> Keep moving. <laughs> You're the law man, you don't have to see. <laughs> no, no, it's just continue on our way. We're done here. Yeah, I 
I think so. Okay. Do you guys shut the gate? Yeah, I say we just we just shut it and create some actual literal closure to this. Yeah, segment. you close the gate and there's a chain with a broken padlock that's been hanging on there. And I think that we see Karzalek in his heavy armor with the Rinkobing sigil on it just yank tight, shink this chain, closing the gate on this haunted house. <laughs> I was really thinking about just like letting you walk on and throwing some torches. <laughs> what kind of monster would light a fire in a beautiful mansion? <laughs> okay. You guys are rowing this boat across. Uh, you see the silhouette of the manor up above you. Uh, I think, uh, Bart, you would see Crow as kind of like nervous, like she wants to ask you something, but is like, afraid to speak. Uh, Bart would then probably kind of do that thing uh, that, I don't know, dads do sometimes. Yeah, exactly. They kind, of, they kind of smile at you a little bit, and then like he starts talking, he's like, mm. oh, the waves are nice and calm tonight. Don't you think, Crow? Or I need to ask you something. Um, and she just kind of like gets right to the point. Um, and she uh, fumbles around in her pack for a minute. And she says, I've, I've told you all, you know, the, what I saw on the boat for the most part, but there's one thing I haven't asked you yet. And she produces a piece of uh, parchment and she hands it to Bart and uh, Crow asks, this is Molly's handwriting, right? And the, um, the page just says, sorry, then signed M. Is it Molly's handwriting? Yeah, it is. It's written in charcoal, but you can tell the way she wrote her M. Uh, it looks kind of like the way you write your M. Yeah. You'll see, uh, Bart's face kind of like rot, like like an excited look, and then like a kind of like a worried, sad, depressed look, angry look, just like emotions flashing across his face. Because I don't think he really knows what to think about this. Because he's excited by something of Molly's turning up, but then also like thinking about what this means and realizing he doesn't, he still doesn't really know what this means. (laughs) To be like, oh, uh, I. When you went and snuck on the boat, it, it was, where where did you find it? It was tucked under the fern that those those monsters used to, uh, to teleport away. So she is wherever everyone else is, and now we know it. I was afraid to ask because I didn't want it to, to not be true. But I'm so glad it is. 
alive on that boat and if they had wanted to kill her they they would have done so before then they need her for something and as long as we hurry we could get to her in time they need her for something i need her for something she's my daughter and bart is going to start just rowing furiously Come on, Crow, we've got to leave as fast as we can. And the boat spins in circles, and you guys yeah. make no progress. Come on, Crow, I said you die. End of scene, end of the campaign. <laughs> Bart creates yeah. a whirlpool. Bart creates a whirlpool <laughs> down to hell, and you guys go, yeah, no. I mean, Crow, that, Crow would just great. bust out all of her magic great. again, like doing her little yeah. and, motorboat. And that was the last <laughs> we saw of Bart Fudd. He rode himself into the abyss. No, uh, I, I'm just fucking with you. That was great. That was, that was really cool, you guys. Um, well, well played. And you guys make it back into town. Back to Oland House. You're all together again. Dang. Hmm. Well, it's pretty late. I don't know about the rest of you, but uh, I could probably use some rest. Me too. We could uh, come up with a plan in the morning over over breakfast, right? Good idea, Truce. The house is pretty quiet right now, but the few people who are up, because there's always somebody up at Owen House, they greet you, but they're not too happy, you know, when they greet you. Not like they're unhappy to see you. Um, they try to put a little smile on, but, you know, they're still recovering from the battle, and they're still wounded laying about in the infirmary that you guys set up. So does anybody have anything they want to do before you guys crash? It is kind of the middle of the night. I don't think so for cars. How about you guys? Definitely not for Crow. She just wants to find a bed as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, You guys have noticed um, one thing has changed. You each are now given a room and there's a name on each of the doors when you come back. Each of your names. It's nice of them. That's super nice. I guess we have to work even harder to keep these rooms now. <laughs> they really got us now. They're pretty simple. You know, the paint's peeling. The wood <laughs> is creaky and old. Uh, there's not even a dresser in there, but there is a cot for each of you and it's a private room with a window that's too high to see out of that lets in a little bit of moonlight right now. Oh, cozy. Mm-hmm. Toss my backpack against the wall and just fall straight into bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carl will strip down his armor and just, and just knock out. 
Oh yeah, let's nap it up. Let's take a nap. And I guess Crow as well? Yep. Next adventure is to Slumberland. <laughs> you guys all lay in bed, and I, I imagine it's a, a little bit of a duality here. Like, it's easy to feel tired, but actually feeling restful as you lay your head down, it's probably more like your head is swimming with some pretty scary thoughts after what you've gone through in the last week and a half. Um, and hours pass. You guys tend to your needs. You go to the bathroom in the horrible latrine outside. You uh, drink the water that's available. The people are boiling and cooling. Um, you you just try to eat some of your rations. In fact, if you don't want to take any food from Oland House, which I think is available, but uh, is downstairs in the canteen and everything, if you don't want to take that, you should mark down one ration. Um, if you're just staying in your rooms. Um, ration. And you just... Your bodies are worn out. I think it takes you a long time to get this mechanical long rest. And so, late the next morning, when it's about to be afternoon, I'll say all of you guys begin waking up. There's dim sunlight coming through the high windows. I think Bart's kind of first agenda would be, you know, stretching, waking up, and then the unpleasant business of finding the parents of a dead kid. And how are you going to go about doing that? Uh, I mean, the only way that Bart can really think of doing this... Like like, what did you do with the body when you arrived? Sorry to interrupt. Like, what when you guys yeah, got here with the, with the boat? Like, I imagine you lashed the boat to Oland Peter. <laughs> yeah. Still sitting what in there. What did you do with the body? Did you just leave it there with the chest? I, I kind of glossed over that. But True. I mean, maybe we would try to bring it in. I would imagine I would probably try to do that. Okay. I think probably people don't raise much of an eyebrow at you if you, like, say, like, we found this guy at the manor, you know? Dead, dead body of the manor. Like, there's a lot of dead bodies in town right now. So yeah. they assume it's probably, unless you say otherwise, they assume it's to do with the attack and that you guys have something that you want to find out about the dead body. Yeah. Should we Should we just ask them if anyone recognizes them? Just crow crow's asking, asking Bart. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we could. We could also go to the guard. That's, I think, usually how these things are done in normal times. Mm. Fair enough. Dead body. Want to know who it was. So morning comes and you guys bring this body. Once you've rested, you say, we found a dead body last night at the, t- at the, the old Soulmore Manor. Yeah, I bring it to the to the town guard or the whatever they're called, Eli's, Eli's yeah. fellows. They're uh, the town guard. He's just the number one benefactor and de facto captain of the town guard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, don't we know that this person worked at the cannery? Or what was it? Not you do cannery. know that they worked at the cannery. Yeah. At the cannery. 
but you could step outside and you would be, as far as I remember, let's go back to a familiar map. Whoa. The Rinkobing map. Um, yeah, you guys would be here, right? At Oland House. I will show you what building is the cannery. It'll take me one second just to absolutely verify. I'm pretty sure it's that big blue roofed building right there. Um, I have it in a handout. Um, yeah, it's the fishmonger's plants. It's not even just one cannery. It is a row of canneries. Um, this large fish processing center of buildings in this area reek of prosperity and fish. All are engaged in salting or brining the catch brought in by the fleet. Most of the time, these places are busy, even in the middle of the night, and the workers have little time for chatter. It's like, there's people even now, like the business of a fishing town does not stop. They work in seasons. They need to get today's catch in the salt. They need to get tomorrow's catch in the salt. So like I would I would even say these two buildings here are like ancillary buildings to the cannery. Right. Okay. Well uh Bart would still basically probably just Bart I think is kind of uh, a little bit uncomfortable with just showing dead bodies to random people and be like, hey, who is this? Sure, person? you want to go find a guard. So, There's a yeah. guard you can find on every corner right now. Yep. All right, so then Bart would approach them and tell them that they found we found okay. a body of a child. The first guard the is, is taken aback and is, says, oh, well, is it one of the dead from the battle? I, I don't think so. It seems like it's from before. Something and up there. Something they help strange. you identify who this person is over the course of a few minutes and you, you mention some of the details maybe to them about who they are and where you found them and what circumstance, and they lead you actually across the street to the blacksmith, because uh, this person's still wearing the armor, correct? Uh, Larry? Yeah, we haven't undressed Larry. strip them naked, so they're okay. wearing their armor, um, mm -hmm. and you you actually think that the guard says, let's go check out the blacksmith really quick. It's just, just down the street, and you, you walk down the street, and the blacksmith verifies that this armor was recently sold to this gentleman, uh, and his name was uh, Larangar Lichbane. He worked at the cannery. A dramatic name for a, a fishmonger. <laughs> Lich, so Lich Bane, is I mean, they, they call them Larry, I think. But, you know, my name, I'm not even going to bother. But, you know, you can call me Terry. Larry and Terry sound alike, right? It's almost like someone had to think of one on the spot and just name two characters without much regard. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes clang, clang on his anvil. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Terry. <laughs> what was it I could do for you? This is Larry here. Larry? Larry, Larry too? No, oh, I mean, I'm Terry. He's Larry. <laughs> Jesus fuck. What can I do for you? You know who he is now. Similar names. Where do the Lich Banes reside? Ah, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of people that live in town. I just knew him because, and he hands up, you a receipt. 
I'll look to the guard, see if the guard knows. He shrugs. Listen, thousands of people live here, thousands something. People come and go. I didn't know him. I mean, maybe I kind of recognize his face a little bit. Works at the cannery. There's a lot of blokes work at the cannery. I guess we'll go ask at the cannery then. Okay. Bart, Bart will look to to the groups. Bart, uh, is it just me and Crow, by the way? Are cars and trees coming along for this? Adventure? I, I kind of like I kind of like this uh, Bart and Crow action right now. Unless you have trees, are you going with them? Is this this is in the next morning? This is this yeah. is the next morning. You guys are rested. You can take a benefit of a long rest. You're mm-hmm. you're investigating leads at this point. Um, yeah. I, and yeah. Yeah. I mean. I probably would not be super useful. I don't know. I don't oh, know regardless, how much we I, talked in the morning. I think before. while this is going on, Karzak would probably have communicated at Olin House prior to their departure that um he feels it's rather urgent to go find Wiston Wickham and okay. relay his findings to him. So perhaps um that we can follow with that while sure, they're that's where Karzak is going. Great. I'll probably stick with Karzak then. Okay. The buddy system remains in the moment. Yep. Uh as <laughs> the, the, the buddies split. Okay, so let's go over to uh, to the cannery real quick here. You, you bring Larry's body and ask them, like, hey, what's up with this body? Who was this guy? We're trying to find out who this guy was. And they tell you the same information. It is Larengar Lichbane, as it would say on his official paperwork, but everybody called him Larry. Uh, he worked at the cannery. Some people are like, oh my god, did the frogs get him? And then someone else says, like, no, he missed a few shifts. Something else happened. Does, does anybody know Larry well enough to know He never he misses his shift. Right. But where where are his parents? He's still just a child. Um, and forgive me if I'm overstepping here, Zach, but I think probably somebody would have known you for quite some time. That worked at this big place. If there's like a a scene of workmen stopped, like, and you're questioning people with like a body in a cart, mm-hmm. the CSI and, trope yeah. continues. They would yeah. knew him. He came in every once in a while. Yeah. He definitely was like an overachiever, you know. So he probably so, would trying to help yeah. when he didn't need to, kind of guy. So I think somebody would identify him and be able to point out where his little apartment was even um and that it's in this tavern down down the ways not a super long walk from the cannery but uh you guys uh, upon hearing the description of this tavern again it's the snapping line tavern um and you do remember it being a little bit dingy and there were upstairs rooms there um and it seems like maybe some of them are rented out as long-term apartments for people who can't land a real lease in town it's depressing Bart. oh it is depressing but we owe him this much at least don't we you have to try to put put med ease even though he's passed. Let's keep mm. going. Okay. Are you guys gonna go to the snapping line? Are we 
carrying the body to the tavern? You could or? be carrying the body. It's up to you. <laughs> I, I was saying, like, if you want people to be identifying the body, that's you'd have to bring it. But I think um, I think like a cart makes sense. Like the cart, yeah, you've got a cart that makes sense to me. It could cover the body. I mean, yeah, yeah. A, a thought. It was wrapped up. I think it, when we were moving it around, it was in the sheet sure. still. So. You wrap it up, and it just looks like you guys have a hand cart from Oland House. It's not a. It's yeah. Okay. Not like carrying it, you know, weaken a Bernie style inside. And and to be totally (laughs) blunt, also, you're not the only people carting around debris or actual bodies right now. Like, it's just two days after this battle. And you estimate that, you know, this this place had over a thousand people living in it. Now there's a couple hundred corpses around. The death toll has been pretty staggering. Uh, There's even some... After the the you know the cemetery, the leap at the Temple of Calypso into the water, there was actually uh, some some mass graves were dug, uh, and that's the way they're dealing with it. They're outside the old Solmore Cemetery. They've dug some mass graves and they're burying people there. Okay, we'll, um, we'll head okay. do that. You head to the tavern. In the meantime, the other two. Tell me what, what you do right now. We go to find Winston Wickham. Okay. You find him uh, because he's looking to find you out this morning on the streets of the town. He's heard that you're staying at Oland House and he is hovering around outside, actually. Awesome. Um, and he has news for you uh, if you don't stop him from blurting it out as soon as he sees you. Uh, I think... No, not at all. First thing, Cars would probably first thing first, just kind of like give like a you know casual salute, and of course, probably defer to him as like someone, an administrator okay. of sorts. So yeah, and he says, he "Oh, Karzalek, Karzalek, yes." Um, I forget Winston's voice, but this is this is it now. Karzalek, um, you 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 must read this immediately, absolutely immediately. It, it came. Uh, we we already sent a, a snow frill, and they've already sent word back. Um, just just please, and he hands you this letter. Okay, as you say, Wick came and he'll just he'll tear it open and he'll start okay. pouring through it. And so you, your our camera here sees you rip through this red wax sealed letter, um, uh, and the the seal is something that you take note of when you open it. It's not just the seal of Schloss Glesher; it's actually the seal of the Rimbering Confederation. Oh, serious business. And. It says the following. Schloss Glesher is safe, dash, but only barely. There was a collapse on one of the trade roads that leads from the gallery to the mines and the underlands below. An industrial facility responsible for the majority of our production of jewels, our primary means of heating, has led to a closure of all gates to the lower levels of the glacier complex. The gates inward have been barred, and we believe that a group of greenskins were responsible for this smash and grab. Several of them are in custody, and order has been restored. The letter includes specifically a question, or rather a command, directed at your party. Specifically, odds are, I couldn't have written this part, but at the person standing there as you receive this letter. It's directed at trees. Gulp. (laughs) It directly requests you, trees, to 
send by post, post haste, any information you may have about the Greenskins and their relation to theft of jewels in the lower quarters of Schloss Glacier. Ah, they're always getting me mixed up with this crap. I got oh, nothing wait. to do with it. And I imagine Karzalek, that line doesn't fit with the other lines in this letter. <laughs> yeah. Mm, oh, suspicious. Not sure. They must have found some other greenskins <laughs> dependent on. <laughs> so, do we see cards look like what? Raise an eyebrow? Or yeah, no, definitely. I definitely think think out of think on this. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, trees. This letter comes from a very high position, and I, I would be misled to not believe the claims. Is what's, what's going on here? Arzalek, honestly, I've been with you this entire time. How would I know anything about this? And and your eyebrow raised, looking at him as he as he says this. You sort of <laughs> glance back down at the letter, and you see there's a little bit more to the letter. Um, and you're you, as, as curious as you are about that line. Uh, trees, you know, dissuades you from questioning too much about it right now. Okay. And you continue to read. Um, it states that a letter has already been received from Eleander Fireborn, uh, as well as with the backing of the Rinkobing Council. Tensions are ratcheting up in this region, and they have decided to dispense with the formalities and the need for ceremony, and they are awarding you a special commendation. The Confederation has signed off on this, and it doesn't come from Schlossglacier Regional Government. This is from the Empire. Your official title is no longer Karzalek Grotze, Militiaman of Schlossglacier. You are now Prefect Karzalek Grotze, Balgol Outriders, First Cohort. And your regional prefecture is the Fjord itself. You are entitled to concern yourself with the safety, adherence to law, and order of the realm, and its burrows, Glacierbury, and others included, as you see fit. Until you have located the culprits responsible for the incident at the Koyar Lighthouse, you are not released of this charge, but you have been granted some new authorities. Expect support from Rimberdig Confederation troops and those loyal to that faction, which Schloss Glacier is a loyal member of. They offer you a broad latitude to pursue this goal and issue a full ceremony and improved compensation upon your return. They are, after all, counting on you. Man, I'm like tearing up in person over here. <laughs> wow. Uh, Karza, he's... Like, his hand quivers a little as he kind of reaches the bottom of this. Um, he... It's a mixture of uh, sheer surprise, but also deep deep um appreciation humility for coming from a place that you know he's very loyal to his home and to know that this is after you know fighting a, a literal battle and wrinkle being and sticking it through with his comrades like for him this feels like such a huge moment yeah. in levity and just he feels so for, after feeling so heavy and weighed down yeah this past week, he suddenly feels like lighter than well Lighter than air emotionally, but now ready to bear this responsibility. Um, yeah, it probably clicks in Kars's head as well that uh, you had this little exchange with Eliander about uh, Angelo Didikind, the captain of the guard. 
Um, and he asked, how's Angelo? And you said, oh, he's well, he's well. Um, and it sort of flashes in your brain and you're like, they know each other. And whatever you did with Eli, from his ear to Dedekins. Um, okay, Carswell very carefully fold this letter back up, tuck it uh, into it, tuck it in under his like breastplate. Um, there's a package that comes with it too. Oh, but wait, there's more. And the package contains a basically a kit with which you are able to take that same wax seal and affix to your armor a writ giving you basically the authority of the Rimbergen Confederation as a prefect of one of their prefectures. Oh, geez. Wow. That's dang. He, yeah, he's, they, I mean, probably not right now, but he, he sure. I will say he'll probably plan to affix it next to the, next Absolutely. to the being, uh, next to the wrinkle being emblem emblazoned on it as well. Just kind of like, a yeah, maybe wear your, on. your Schloss Glacier tag around your neck while you're yeah. wearing all these other two sigils as well. Wow. Trees, um, do you have a, a reaction to all of this? Uh, uh, yeah, did he read that out loud? Or, like, was I it reading over like his shoulder? It, it maybe it depends on, on what Jesse says here, really. Or, like, mumbling yeah, I it, maybe? Cars, I mean, cars would probably not, um, you know, waste time, like, going over, the, like, the general stuff. Or, of course, aside from the initial uh, reaction about the incident at Schloss Gletcher, he will definitely yeah. mention, like, I'm, I'm a prefect. What? And just kind of stunned. Does that mean that <clears throat> I actually have to answer your questions now? <laughs> well, I, I'd expect you to do that either way as a friend, Trees, but technically, you know, yes. <laughs> that's the funny thing, is I've never met a town's guard that I actually thought I could be friends with. And I put my <laughs> hand on Karzlik's uh, shoulder. And be like, Congratulations, my friend. You've really earned it. Thank you. Thank you, Trees. But... Looking back to um, to Wiston, uh, perhaps you could help me, Trees. Uh, I, although with this new title, I'm still I'm not used to writing much more than simple uh, apprehension or um, apprehension reports and just daily what goings ons on the front. But uh, with everything that's everything that's transpired, and with that, he's going to pull out the navigation papers that he had taken from the mansion. Uh -huh. those, um, and yeah, perhaps you could help me. Uh, relay back everything that's transpired here i will you have admittedly a much better way with words and i feel that you could communicate this uh more accurately and eloquently than i could well i might not i might be okay with words but i'm not i'm not a great writer uh <laughs> but yes we can we can work on that together for sure okay uh cars will look back to Wiston. yeah meister wickham or wickham uh Perhaps it's an office. We have uh, we have a correspondence we'd like to send back out to show uh, Yes, yes. I will. I will assist you in, in writing it as well. Um, congratulations as well, Karzalek. Um The fjord will be better for it. Um, I'm honored. We're back to my office. It's it's just nearby here. I, I have a, a a frill coop by on one of the rooftops and, and a small office therein. Um, and so, so I guess we see then you guys like through the window um, in the middle of the day here in Rinkobing working on this report to send back to Schloss Glacier about everything that's happened here. 
Yes. And okay. yeah, everything, I guess, cars, I would say, like, I want, I, I would make this clear that um, him working with trees, trees would know that cars, for him, for the most part, is looking to report back about the incidents, basically the incidents in Wrinkle being proper, that is like the battle, yeah, the incident on the, the dock, um, not so much the manor, perhaps. Okay. But yeah, we can we can go yeah. over what you the include. The rest rider. Yeah, we time. can. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, let's you you two. Why don't the two of you work together on this report, and oh, yeah. we'll yes. we'll see what that pans out to be. Um. And so we see through the window, in this little office on this rooftop. Um. You're you're working on this report, and you're you're probably like pacing back and forth and discussing how to put it together. And Winston Wickham is like uh, moving around different papers and scratching things out and rewriting it. And we see the sky. There's a little white speck that begins to fall, and then another, and another until lazy, lonely snowflakes begin dropping on the town of Rankoping. Winter's here. Um, winter has come a little earlier than you expected this year, but that happens sometimes. I want everyone to tell me Unless you have anything that you urgently think that you need to do right now, I want you to tell me what the next period of time in town looks like for you. And I know this is not super average 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons playing, but in this book, Ghosts of Saltmarsh, there are downtime periods, okay? And you as players must adapt to that. You're all in town now. You're headed over towards this tavern. What do you really think Bart does here? Um, try to go to the room, knock to see if anybody's in there. If nobody's, there's in nobody there. in there. But you're you're going to investigate the room. Yeah. Asked to okay. Yeah, asked to go. No one's home. Um, you you learn by investigating over there. You learn quickly that um. Whoever was renting the room, there were two occupants. Uh, they haven't been back. It seems like even they mentioned that Cordell was occupying the room up there, the same as uh, as the dead guy when you question them. And something happened after the battle. He came back to the tavern, and he was sober and acting weird, and then he hasn't come back since. Hmm. Okay. And it's just a dingy apartment, and you don't really learn anything from it. Okay. Well, Crow, you're in this apartment now with Bart. Seems kind of like a dead end as far as Larry's concerned. He's a dead guy. He was in the place. You don't really know what happened there. Um, Crow just gets more and more impatient with every minute we're spending following this lead. Um, and she is physically trying to pull Bart out of the room and say, we can't waste any more time on this. We need to remember your daughter. And Bart, do you go along? Yeah. Okay, so you guys are back out on the street then. And now what? 
Bart's Bart's uh, immediate idea would be to kind of uh, check in with Eliander, see the state of the town, and see like where Bulbadur is. As that okay, is, that's the so only next step so you want to see where where Bulbadur is, Crow? Would you agree that's a good thing for you to be doing with this downtime here? Is learning from people in the town about anything you can learn about Bulbadur? Yeah, I think she even would want to split up, and um, like she would Canvas. want to go find Romal, and maybe okay. let Bart talk to you know, some people sure. just to just to get as many people asked as possible. Split up and talk about Bulbadur. I like that. Okay, um, so Bart, you come to Eliander, and he tells you some stuff about Bulbadur. Roll me a history check. History. like okay at those that's a 14 again 14 okay um it was a city once there are ruins all over this world eliander tells you um and he's he tells you the state of this town it's we're rebuilding it's gonna take time people are still hurting people are still wounded that's what we're doing and it's not gonna be over next week um but the ruins that he's talking about in this place that you're asking about, he heard what Ramal said. Uh, they're old. Uh, some ruins in this world, like the kingdom of Clavaloya, sorry, like the kingdom of Kvaloya, lost in the Confederation's infancy, were crushed, crushed by a war host of greenskins. This place has been a ruin before ruins were ruins. Uh, Crow, mm-hmm. you're generally asking around or to try to find Ramal, or how do you want to try to find Ramal? I mean, um, she had heard before that you know there is a weird guy who shows up in town, so I think she would give a little time just to you know literally look for him up in the sky, and if it, if, he, okay. if he didn't just appear, he uh, she would go start you know. Asking any authority figures, okay. where can I find this Romal? And you say out loud the word Romal as you ask? Yeah, she doesn't uh, share this superstition. Okay. You say, and where can I find this Romal? And you hear in your voice, in, in your head, you hear this voice. Hello, little bird. It is true. All you must do is speak my name. And as long as you are where you should be, I can hear you. I think she expected this to happen. So, like, do you walk away from this guard like a crazy person talking to someone in your head now? <laughs> yeah. Um, and okay. I think uh, she notices when he attempts to telepathically speak yeah. to her. You feel the link established. Like, yeah, you feel that link establish and um, it is something that feels like like a warm, wet, and sickly feeling as you allow it. because you're so acutely aware of this mind affecting magic. Yep. 
Yeah, she will just uh, walk off to a quiet place to have a conversation. Okay. And are you asking him of Bulabadur specifically? Um, yeah, I think she wants to directly ask what do you know of Bulabadur and then kind of lead the conversation into how did you know that we need to go there and trying to get a sense of Okay. Like, like, does he say more things that indicate that he knows about her specifically? Yeah. Roll a history check with advantage. Okay. History with advantage. Okay. Um, I am actually going to spend my heroism point there. Oh, okay. Ah, that's much better. Um, nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. the truth of this ancient ruined city is familiar to only a select few scholars and fortune seekers who know of it but not always exactly where it is even more secluded lying somewhere within or beneath these ruins is a hidden shrine said to be dedicated to a god long since departed from this world. I know you must go there if this path which shines brighter above others is the path that will come to be. Perhaps the path that you will walk is not the one illuminated but the one in the shadows. Only time will tell. But I have seen what I have seen. I think Crow is just growing more afraid of him as she talks to him. Reasonable. Um, okay. Do you do anything else? Do you want to press it, the conversation farther or... I think she kind of tries to change the topic from him predicting her future and just say, you know, tell me how to get there. Um, with that history check, we'll roll it over here to this question. Um, there's a basin to the north of Rinkobing. In this basin lies Bulabadur. Um, it is a drain on the swamp to the realms below. But what you seek is the lost city and within it the shrine. She just says thank you and she uh, disconnects. Karzalek and Trees, we know what you're doing with the beginnings of your downtime. 
But I think you guys, this day begins to pass as you guys go through these motions here. And I want to know, assuming that you write your report and you mail it, what happens next, you guys? trees want to do um <clears throat> well I was curious to get uh, some more information about uh, these these frog people and maybe about this Bullabador place um I might I met this interesting shaman that that got me the or that I bought this this cool drum from I might go talk to them and uh See if they know anything about Bulabadur or uh, this frog invasion. If you wanted to come, they were pretty interesting. If you wanted to meet them too, I don't know what you wanted to do. Sorry, out of character thinking real quick. Um, yeah, of course. You know? Yeah, table talk. I'll wait, you guys. Car okay, uh, so real quick in character, Cars is actually going to um, look at trees and just kind of think for a moment. And, you know, I think actually. Uh, I'm going to go speak with Eliander real quick uh, regarding these new developments. You go on ahead. If I wrap up, I'll come meet you. Well, it's kind of on the... this. It's the same direction, no? I, th I think Shaman Nobu is on on the bridge. Uh, we can talk to Eliander after that, maybe. Or I can catch up with you after. I might be a minute with, uh, with the Shaman. All right, we'll go together. Yeah. We'll split up when we have to. Sounds okay. good. So you and guys arrive at this Shaman, then? Yeah, and out of character, just like so, Cars actually, Cars is actually trying to find a way to like, break off a little bit and kind of mull on that letter, especially the parts regarding trees. He's just he's not like yeah. outright suspicious, but you know he he definitely wants a moment alone with the contents to kind of like sure. more serious support over. But just so y'all know, yeah. maybe you, say, you say like I'm ready in a minute, and you as trees gets all their gear back on, and like you guys get outside of Wiston's office. He thanks you, you thank him, and Cars like you take a second and you sort of like. We see you walking down the stairs, like a little slower than trees, like looking at that line in the letter, like asking specifically what trees knows about this attack that just happened on Schloss Glacier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, and with that, cars does accompany trees. Uh, as I said, like maybe like a step or two behind, just kind of seemingly lost in thought, but uh, but you know, of course, just trying to be casual yeah. about it. Okay. Uh, you're so much slower without the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Cars gives kind of like a half-ass like chuckle like yeah yeah um and also like dm for the record like <clears throat> how much do i actually know about that because like i know um, i might know some yeah. things but like in character it's been a while since we went we'll over all to, that i think let's just too. deal with that at a later date here yeah that works for me but so. just because Ooh, i like it i'm yeah it's spicy it means something to you i'll tell you that yeah Definitely for sure okay um so you guys arrive at Shaman Nobu, and you... Yeah, I'm probably gonna... like, ah, this, this might be a minute. If you wanted to just go talk to Eli, you can uh, send him my regards. Thank you, Trees. I'll be back as soon as I can. All right. I'll be here probably, and if not, I know we're uh, pretty familiar with uh, where the jails are generally. Cars <laughs> <laughs> does give a genuine smile to that and waves those he leaves. Yeah. Okay. So you're with Nobu now, and Karzla yeah, just, just uh, 
<clears throat> don't need to go into like the role play unless you wanted mm-hmm. to, but just like uh, kind of wondering about yeah, Bulabadur since I wasn't yeah. with the other Roll people's conversations. If you're asking about Bulabadur and you think that the shaman that sold you this mythical octopus drum might know something, then uh, yeah, yeah, also like. It. Um, about like the the frog people, bullywug, kind of like whether sure. or not there's a history of them having grudges or invading yeah. or big ambushes yeah. like that. So. Totally, roll, roll me a check. I'll tell you what I know. Ooh, that's a natural nineteen plus nice. trees' history. This is a is good a natural nineteen. To... Oh really? Okay, nineteen. Really? Yep. Okay. I'm sorry, it's not a twenty. So you learn. That uh-huh. the truth of this ancient city of, of Bulbadur is only familiar to a select few scholars and fortune seekers. Wow. You know of it only, uh, but not really where it is. Even more secluded, lying somewhere within or beneath the ruins is a hidden shrine said to be dedicated to a god long since departed from this world, this shaman tells you. Uh, specifically on the subject of... Uh, Bullywugs, though, you do learn some new information. Um, there was once a prosperous trade relationship between the elves and the beast people, fae, and spirits that dwell in the deep places of the uh, Bulabadur Basin. But though that era is long gone. Uh, it's not as old as the era of the empires of the elves, but it's still long gone. Uh, the, the trade between normal folk as you might think of and the people who live in this depression in the swamp uh it doesn't exist anymore um and is there like some story associated with like that splitting um the the shaman even i think just shakes their head at you and it's like i don't don't don't, i don't know i don't know no 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 they don't want to like they they raise their hands up and they they end the conversation and they go inside their tent and they shut their door Yep, noted. Got it. Thanks, no boop. See you next time. <laughs> yep, I say thank you. Come again. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Fabulous. Uh, I I wander off to uh to the jail or uh, to the command military yeah. outpost, whatever you want to okay. call it. And Karzalek, you are to talk to Eliander. Is that what you wanted here? Uh, Kars actually just wanted the opportunity to like pour through that letter, like okay. line through line through line. So I would imagine he'd actually be. Further, like closer to the jail, but he'd probably just find a place to kind of just sit down and just. Yeah, there's a bench outside the tavern in this little green there, uh, where yeah. Bart came storming out of the tavern at the beginning of the battle. Like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, and um, just trying to think, like, what? It's. I mean, it's such a specific referral to like yeah. such a you know, dire event that. I mean, you were. I'll say one thing, which is that you were nominated to be the leader of this mercenary force to go and reclaim the lighthouse. And you heard at that time that the trade roads, on the specifically the ones leading from underground to the gallery, were closed due to pressure. Right. And you recall that as you re- reread the sentence that says that there was a collapse at an industrial center where the trade roads meet the gallery. All of the entrances to the lower levels of the city have been closed and barred. But they're saying to you, we're okay. We're fine. Keep going on your investigation. We're promoting you. When you get back, 
It'll be a big party ceremony. When this is all over, you're going to be a hero. You're already a hero in their eyes. But you are now, you know, I, I don't think sheriff is analogous. I think it's more like inquisitor is the role that you've been given, basically. And your inquest is, why were six or more ships wrecked at the Koyar Lighthouse by a faction of pirates? And who is responsible? And then you need to bring them in or bring in some sort of excuse for why you can't bring them in. Okay. Hmm. With that actually in mind, yeah, uh, Cars would, he would he would seek a, a meeting with, if, with Eliander if he was available. Yeah. He's available. He's around directing the recovery effort. And you can see what he's got right now is a list of applications of young folks on his desk to join the town guard. Right on. Um, first things first, cars would walk up, extend a hand and just say, Eliander, I, I, I thank you. And just, you know, with reference yeah. to like the, the, um, the fixed writ upon his armor. He... he grabs your arm and shakes it vigorously and says, yeah, you earned it. What can I do for you, Cars? We found some documents in the manor up on the hill. And with that, he pulls out the nav same navigation papers that he included in the report. Um, can you make sense of this? It refers to a small island off oh. the coast. And so this is, which document is this? Um, shoot, what do I have in my inventory? It was the, the navigation papers, like from the, the lighthouse, from the um, from the manor in from that was manor. in okay. that was in Sand Bullet's room, or it's like oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So it does reference the you know, navigation papers do reference a uh, a sandbar off the coast of Rinkobing. From yeah, got it. Um, he shakes his head and he says, "I I don't know, but I'm sure." You, where, where did you find this? It was in, of all places, there's a, a manor up on the hill. His emotions with his head. Oh, I know the one. The old Solmore Manor. It's been abandoned you, for decades. Well, were you aware of the old Solmore secret floor underneath? Stories. He narrows his eyes. Someone had been using that manor up until recently, apparently, and... There was activity going on there. We found signs of occupation. And we're not sure where they are now, but whatever they were up to, we know it clearly was not good business, even for Rinklebink standards, with kind of like a teasing like reference to that. Okay. He narrows his eyes even farther. Did you see any stamps or images on any cargo going in and out of there? Anything? Were they moving anything particular? Was it? Was it people? Were they weapons? What were they doing down there? I know there's something. Prime Water's up to something, and he slams his fist on the table. I knew it. What did you find? The out of character. There was. Um, I know there was a lot of there was a lot of booze right down there. There were casks of brandy and uh, brandy. reams of silk. Yeah, and reams of silk. Mm -hmm. um, my, let's see, comrades. Do, do any of y'all remember anything else aside from like the documents? Did anyone pocket anything, or did we make mention of anything other of note down there? Um, 
see. No, I think Karslek, no. he would he would say that you know they found brandy and silk. Sure. Um, he so will, you and he would find also bring goods, like trade goods, down there, under the manor. Yeah, I think that's it, right? And why were you there? You, I remember I saw Bart speaking with that guardswoman at the end of the battle, but. Uh, she said something about finding his daughter near the fairgrounds. That's in the general area, but but well, you, you you go into the manor. You found trade goods in the lower levels. I don't understand. We're here to find. Yes, we're here to find Bart's daughter Molly, and we caught word that there was a chance she was up at the manor with some friends or on her own. We don't know much to go on right now, and it's it's frustrating, but we're working on it. And this has nothing to do with the attack? Were they here before? I'm sorry, no, you must have told me something at some point. We spoke not far from here not long ago. Uh, and he gestures oh. down below into the, the cell down below. <laughs> A lot has transpired since then. You're right. Yes. But what we did find there was... We didn't find Molly, but unfortunately we did find what we believe is... One of your own, around her age, a young, younger one. He raises an eyebrow. Who? Did you identify them? We have Bart and Crow working on that right now. They're in the town, trying to find the. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to I find think, the. No, you were around for identifying who he was. You, you heard his name. Oh, okay. Oh, because outside, because well, that was happening right, right there. At... Yeah, you were, you were there still. Okay, right, then sorry. Then he will relay it. His name is Larengar Lichbane. And he scratches his head and paces around a little bit. I, I know them Lichbane's adopted you know name, I always thought, but. Um, <laughs> we, we heard he works at the, at the cannery, but we're looking for his family. We're having no luck so far. Do you know where they live? Ah, you'll find. His dad at the tavern, not the one across the street. Uh, snapping line. He's good-for-nothing drunk. His mother's not been in town for a while. See, well, thank you, Eliander. Uh, I'll make sure Cordell knows. Uh, what did you really come here for, Karseldeck? We came here... In all honesty, Eliander, we came here to find Molly. And we came here to find... There was an attack at the Koya Lighthouse further up the fjord in Schloss Gletscher. It was a complete massacre. And I've been tasked with finding the culprits. You, you have... my full permission after what we've been through together in these few short days. Um, any... Any questions you need to ask, my townspeople will see them answered as best they can. But Thank you. Uh, and he looks at you sternly. I heard what Romal said as clear as you did. Yeah, actually, yeah, with that, actually, uh, um, with that, Cars is going to also kind of like throw his brow and just, in all honesty, Eliander, 
How much do you trust Ramal? And he looks at you and his his expression softens. He says, Believe it or not, quite a bit. And roll me an insight check. Oh, okay. Let's, uh, let's roll an insight check. Let's see. Where is that? Roll the dice. That's a 13. Yeah. Nothing has made you feel like anything about this conversation has a drop of deception in it. Um, All right. He, he looks at you and he's, he crosses his arms and he says that he trusts Ramal. Okay. All right. He, he says, he's been here since I was a child. And I would be lying if I said that this was the first attack of some sort that he had stepped in and saved innocent people. He may be different than us, but that is it. And you can see how tired he is. And he says, listen, I cannot promise you a title or a lordship or a fine estate in the countryside and he gestures around himself and he, he, he like points out the door uh, what you see here of the land in Rinkobing is what you get but you will always have a welcome here if you may assist us and he, he puts a, a hand on his forehead and rubs it back and forth we need to recover those who have been taken from us. And Romal said they are in Bulabudur, the valley, the temple, I don't know, but I cannot go. Yeah, with that cars will nod his head and you're right. It seems that all the signs point in that direction. It's not within my jurisdiction, but I would recommend if and when you have the forces, the requisite forces, investigate that sandbar. Something's going on out there, but I know we don't have time for that right now. I, I will... And he looks at the, the information you provided him. I will keep a steady watch. Thank I will you. let you and know. But, um... And he, he looks up at this flag hanging up behind his desk, and it's the flag of the Kingdom of Kiel. He says... I, I hope you understand. There is no help coming. Keel is the way it will be, and we are not important enough for them to come and help us. Not now. If, if you help us, we will always remember. Thank you, Eliander. You can count on us. And he's, he goes to, he makes a, he, make, he actually tries to, in, you know, in good will, he tries to like mock a wrinkle being salute as okay. he goes to leave. And, um, and he returns he it. Yeah. yeah. He stops at the door and just says, oh, and I got word back from Schlossgletcher. Just be on your guard. We have green skins of another sort. They seem to be acting up and we don't want to see any of that trouble down here either. And you can tell that after even all that genuine interaction, you can tell that there's a little bit of just like hatred in his eyes and a twitch in his lip when you utter the word green skin. And he says, hmm, well, maybe Didikind can see to that problem after all, but 
Let me know if you need anything, and he softens again. Karzalek, truly, thank you. I, um, we are at your disposal. And we're at York. Sweet. All right. Yeah, with that, Kars will... I think Kars has his direction now, and he'll leave. Okay. Okay, so... You guys finish up with those different people gaining information. I will ask as a party now, and I want you guys to give me an answer as a party what it is you do with the remainder of your downtime here. Well, I think the first thing is that Crow in particular is like pushing to leave immediately. Yeah. Uh, she, she won't go on her own, obviously. She needs, you know, some, some meat shields with her. But, um... <laughs> so, like, Classy. the length yeah. of the downtime for her will be as small as possible. Got it. So one of um, you is itching to leave. Next person. Uh, Bart is probably a similar boat, like probably wanting to get some sort of concrete information on Bulbadura like he was doing first, probably talking to Kari's with now, that, and then Now that start. you have it, yeah. yeah you you were given a direction of where to go, uh, Crow. You yeah, know, you, yeah, you guys Crow know. knows where to go. Yeah. yeah. So Bart will then, uh, and similarly, just like be uh, getting his affairs in order, uh, probably send a letter home, and then get ready to head out as fast as he can. Yeah, okay trees um i think yeah once we all reconvene i think we would realize that we've got a good amount of the information we need i think trees is is ready to go um and seek bulabador it seems like we've uh exhausted some threads here and i'd be ready to move on maybe even this evening uh finding our ship and moving on into the darkness Mm-hmm. Um, or staying here tonight, either way. Right, Jonathan from and your ship. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, he's chilling out there with my hat. Here, I want to see what How day it is. Been? Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, let's like all check together. Four days, I think. So the last day, I'm looking at the Kasarian calendar. Hold on. So the last day, it is about. So this day here is the wee hours of Friday morning fire day morning were when you guys finished up at the haunted house so it is like if you let this full day elapse it will be friday night fire day night oh and you see that the kraken carnival that was about to happen has been canceled due to raid dang it that's a shame sag some people still hang the kraken decorations in solidarity but that's like all that happens I think I think Bart is like down with this idea of getting out of here tonight. Like, okay, yeah. again, Crow just too. kind of riding this the momentum that they have and getting the information they need and like really seeing that they they really kind of have reached the end okay. of the line here. So. Yeah. So Bart, Crow, and Trees are all kind of down to leave. It seems like Cars like you've submitted your report. Are yeah. you? Uh. I think with the report sent, the word from Schloss Skletchers, um already received, um, knowing that part of him was... <laughs> sorry, I'm reading this Discord. Part of, <laughs> part of uh, his, his concern about the sandbar has been dealt with. And, you know, talking to 
Eliander and being reminded of Ramal's words, and also the trust um, that Eli yeah. puts in Ramal. Yeah. I think Karzalek feels comfortable both in you know conscience and duty to continue on to Bolivador and is I mean if he's feeling physically fine after a good long rest I don't see any reason why they would have to wait any longer okay so everybody's in agreement that you guys want to take off it is I'm gonna roll for it to see what time it is by the time all this stuff finishes it's 7 p.m. and all this stuff is finished what do you guys do as you all come back together at Oland House Uh, Bart will gather up all the possessions that he had, which was not very many of them, like, you know, pull his mm-hmm. belt tight, and then just uh, inform the Oland House people that they will perhaps be back. Who knows how soon, uh, but they, at least he, Bart, will be leaving this evening, and then we'll wait for his companions and walk to the, to the boat. To the edge of town, past the yeah. cemetery, to the boat is the plan. And um, as they as they leave, though, hold on, let me do some real quick math before they leave Olin House. Cars is he does, he's not going to make a big deal out of it, but he's going to leave. He's going to leave a small amount of money to help with restoration. Yeah. He's going to leave. He's going to leave. <laughs> actually, no, maybe he's going to leave forty-eight gold pieces. Wow, with with yeah. Olin House. With Oland House, just wow, you they know. really thank you, and they put it in like a donation box that they have running all the time. And they're like, "Wow, thank you so much!" And like Tim, he's still alive. He thanks you, and he's like, "Oh, you guys come back now. You here? Please, <laughs> thank you for taking care of us as complete no, strangers. <laughs> thank you for taking care of us." <laughs> Car smiles, and you guys just ready to leave. And um, as he and as he leaves, though, like. I guess he still doesn't know where it is, so he does look to the rest of the party, and he just kind of mutters, "Like, where are we going?" Like, so, Bolabador. I'm guessing it's not on any sort of map or anything, is it? Not that I've heard of. If it is, it would just be maybe a markings of ruins or something like that. But we have a description of where it is. So, that's all we need. Yep. Use our eyes, our instincts, and we'll find it. I'm going to gather all of my belongings as well from in my backpack and stuff. My loot, my drum, my, my gold bar burning a hole in the yeah. bottom of my backpack. Yeah, <laughs> um, I will say right now, yeah. Um, yeah, if you guys are all set, describing the method in which you're leaving, we can just mm-hmm. say this. You guys gather your things and you leave town. Yeah, I just had one little thing I wanted to do before please, I did that. Please, please, go for um, it. I, I turned to Tim, and I'm like, Hey, Tim, uh, there's, a, there's a room upstairs with your name on it. Well, it, it's got my name on it, but you you should stay there in, in the meantime, because he smiles. you do a lot around here, and, and, and I, I got the feeling you deserve it. And yeah. well, well, thank you, Trees. Appreciate it. Yeah, don't don't uh, don't wreck it too much. Yeah, I need you to teach me how to play the D major chord on the mandolin still. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> it'll be different because your your hands are a little bit I different than hands. my paws. Yeah, but... I know, I got you. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, next time we'll get it. Yeah, for sure. All right, great. Uh, I, I think I think Tim would Tim would notice when he goes up to maybe check out his room as. Uh, as everyone else is leaving, uh, Crow actually has removed her nameplate from the door. 
and tried okay. to leave the place as if she was never there. Got it. Ooh. Um, yeah. Oh, and one last house cleaning. Uh, Karzmik <laughs> is going to return Star to the stable in Rinko Bing, where really? she escaped. He, yeah. Star. Okay. I don't That's think there's horse. any with. <laughs> and you, you find a, a, a really thankful stable master who's like, oh, oh my god. Oh, Frankie, we missed you, Frankie. <laughs> I love you so much. Come here, Frankie. And and just, it, they love this part. Car's gonna look at Star knowing, because I know Bart told Car's name is yeah. Star. Like, is this horse? Oh, this horse is for a horse. Yeah, and, and, and they look, and, and Star looks at you one time, and you just kind of feel like, thanks. Like, I'm, I'm ha probably happier here than doing whatever it is with you, but I really like you, and maybe I'll see you again someday. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, yeah, Car's is, Car's is good to go. Okay. Interesting. Okay, and so, correct me if I'm wrong, but... And you guys set out towards Bulabadur? We head to the north to find yeah, a basin. Find, you want to find yeah, are your we, boat? Are we, yeah, are we going by boat or are we walking? I mean, there's a way... Is. I mean, there's a way by, by boat and there's a way by walking. Both ways involve water crossings and needing to go on foot at some point. Like, there's no way to sail straight to Bulbadur. Yeah, I think we need to at least go. I think it makes a boat partially, and then you need to check back okay. in with the captain, right? Because he's just You want to go find the captain. You don't, you, you think yeah. that he's still there, and you want to go find him, and, Let's and go before find he the comes captain. into town, and okay. And if so he's, I think it's not, if it sounds like if taking a boat is going to expedite, like, the first part of the journey, I'm all for that. Okay. So you guys do that, and you, you make your way back to where days ago now, you were at this light ship, this keelboat that was granted to you by Schloss Glesher. Um, and there's nobody there. Am I happy here? Is there no. any sign of him? There's, there's <laughs> a rut you find after combing the shore as sun is almost set behind the hills, and snow is beginning to fall you find the rut where the keel had been pulled up onto land but there's no keel boat freaking god i mean there was a huge battle so i, I assume understandable he'd be like oh, i'm getting the f out of here so ugh. it's also Still. the day that he was supposed to go find us in town that's but true it also doesn't matter he's he's on his own who cares he okay. can handle himself and so you guys continue towards Bulbadur to the east? Yeah. Yes, so. Bulbadur. <laughs> this is just going to be a long episode. That's what it's going to be. It just has to be. Because <laughs> that um, okay. I yell for Jonathan for a couple minutes. No response. Jonathan! <laughs> okay. Rested him. You know from the directions that you've generally sussed out by talking to people in town that by land, walking along the river up to a certain point and then cutting across the marshland and then 
walking along another river in a different direction for a while and then cutting across the marshland again, it will take you days to get there, even though you're not traveling very far as the crow flies. You like a um, now. Yeah, you can fly now. Yeah, great. <laughs> uh, so you travel for the remainder of the day until it becomes just untenable. Uh, you're traveling in the mire in the dark and you guys are losing your orientation and you stop and you camp on a small hummock sticking out of the muck. Uh, not a lot of sleep is had. The next day, you continue as well, moving across this horrible morass, picking leeches off yourself from time to time and seeing slithering in the foliage that you assume might be something horrible like a amphibious lamprey, or every rustle of the bushes could be a blood hawk. At the end of the second day, you camp again, and now snow is beginning to fall heavier. It's beginning to accumulate on the dark places as the wind blows it into every nook and cranny of this old, fetid swamp. You pass through an area that reminds you of the Balgol Peninsula near the Koyar Lighthouse. Large rocks are rising out of the mire. As you crest on top of one of them, you see a great valley before you. I'm gonna move you guys to a new map. Yes. Damn. <laughs> Splayed out in this expansive valley are what at first appears to be rocks like the one you stand upon. But upon further investigation, even at this distance, you see that they are structures, overgrown and worn down by time and nature to the point where they blend into the environment nearly perfectly. Water can be seen running downhill from nearly every side of this depression. There's one large rise in the very center. Welcome to the Bulabadur Basin and the lost city of Bulabadur. And we'll see you next time. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. end of volume one. <laughs> oh snap! Oh. Crazy! Ole mole! Man, that was a I've nice rap episode for that volume. Waiting for that for a long time. That is that is a a big moment in your story. Wow, Ben! Someone get this man a drink. He deserves it. tonight. My name is Grom Waits. I've been asked to, to read a list here. The specials tonight include artichoke pie, artichoke stew, and brulee artichoke leaves. All right, let's do a song now. Okay, uh, this song goes out to a very special person here to us in Wrinkle Bang. A hero. 
without whom we would not be here today. All right, fellas. Oh, that sounds real good. Yeah, just keep it going. Don't forget to tip your weeds down. They killed a troll with their loot They saved a hundred babies from a fire. They felt the mighty beast upon that bridge and wrinkled bank and sent them slimy frogs back to the pyre. They fought a thousand pirates at the lighthouse up the fjord and killed them with a look from their eye. Oh yeah, the gods can raise the mountains to the sky, but trees can rumble mountains to the ground. They fly with crows and seagulls on the wind before the storm, belching fire and thunder from their tongue. Their words can cut your throat just like a sharpened blade. Or send you cry to your mouth. So sing our ballad for the beast of Balgawash, the hero of the lighthouse and our friend. And if that feline shadow were to darken your tavern door, if there's evil in your heart, you best get running. Oh yeah, the gods can raise the mountains to the sky, but trees can rumble mountains to the ground. Oh champion of Bible Watch, watch over us. Protect us, fill our hearts with joy and love, and you will always have a place by the fire. Thank you, everyone. You have a good night.